I'm Beth Whitworth, race car driving, quilt making, CPA firm owning, wife, mom, and boss. I'm here to help you build a business you love by sharing all of the good, the bad, the ugly, and the excellent sides of working in this industry. It's not always easy, but after many years, I can finally say it's worth it. Let me guide you on your journey to accounting with confidence. Hello, and welcome to Accounting with Confidence, the podcast. I'm Beth Whitworth, your host, and I'm back. I had no intention of taking a five-month hiatus from recording podcasts, but you know what? Life just sort of happened. The last podcast episode that I released was back in February, and here it is, the very first day of August. So what was going on back in February? Well, it was tax season. I really do try to pride myself on not letting tax season get in the way of my life. I don't like to use it as an excuse. I don't like to think that it is something to dread, but sometimes it just happens. I spend a lot of time trying to put processes in place to protect myself from having things happen like just having to work too many hours. And the whole firm is set up on a team of part-time people. My team, as well as myself, would prefer to work part-time. And that means not even having overtime during our busy season. We really are a tax firm, but we also do work all year long. So we are paying bills, we are processing payroll, we are doing monthly and quarterly bookkeeping work, We're doing all the things, and that work does not stop during tax season, but we are inundated with deadlines during tax season. So we have all of the tax compliance deadline, you know, the January deadlines of W-2s and 1099s, the corporate deadline of March 15th, then we have the April 15th, 1040 deadline, and all of that really works to have us end up in a situation where there is a lot of work to not only get out the door, but to manage internally and continue to give a good customer service experience. During February toward and March, we started to get into that much heavier workload. And I also realized that we needed to improve some of our internal processes And that was not the time to do it. So we do not implement new software during the tax season. I've learned the hard way that doing that can really create some major hiccups. So what happens is we try to pick up the slack with helping each other out or working a little bit extra. And so during that time, yes, I did find myself with extra work to do and I did not leave myself enough time to keep up with the podcasting process. I know that everybody says, you know, plan it, put it on your calendar, you know, make it something that is a priority. And I really ended up having to sideline it for more months than I would have liked to. But now I'm I'm back and I recognize that I do need to prioritize it. I do like to record podcasts. I do like to do the process of of really finding information that other people can relate to. And I have to make it something that is on my calendar and is not something that can be canceled. 
In addition to tax season that I don't like to use as an excuse, you know, things happen in our personal lives. So in my case, there was lots of stuff going on with myself, with my family, and with some changes that I was trying to make. At the end of February, I had a you know, routine medical test that came back with a not a great outcome that needed follow-up. It highlighted the fact that I had a doctor's office in this particular case that just wasn't working very well for me. So in following up with all of these tests, I found a new doctor, I scheduled new tests, and it was a four or five month process of getting everything to the point where, hey, I'm okay. There's nothing that I need to be worried about right now. We're just going to keep monitoring things. So the stress of having to wait for test results, for having to schedule the tests, all of those things added to just an overall lack of time to really get all of these things done. In the process, I am happy to say I have a great medical team in place now. I'm happy with every single one of the professionals that I work with in that regard. And I want to tell everybody, hey, it's important that you take control of your health. I'm not here to say, hey, you know, here are the things you need to do. I'm saying you need to be comfortable with the people that are helping you. And when you aren't, if for any reason, it's okay to make a change. And the office that I left, I had been with that office for 25 years and things had changed and it just wasn't a good fit anymore. And that's okay. But you do have to take the time to find someone else, to be comfortable with someone else, to get the appointments, to wait for the test results, to for all the things. And that can be something that, you know, like I said, it can be stressful, it can be time-consuming, but in the long run, it is absolutely worth it. I've also spent the last several months supporting different family members with things that are going on in their lives. We have some cancer diagnosis in the family that we are, you know, supporting. I lost one of my aunts very young back in May, and there's the process of having to help go through her her things and her home and her collections of things. I had another aunt that has decided to move away from the area and go live closer to my cousin, her son. And just helping in those situations, I feel like I'm in a position that I have some flexibility in my schedule. I've built my firm so that I can take time off to be involved in things when my family needs me. But again, it takes time. And so there's only so many hours in a day. There's only so many days in a week. And the time really started to stretch to the point where I had to make some choices and some priorities. One of the things I prioritized this year after spending last year with going through all of my cancer diagnosis and cancer treatments was to be able to spend some time doing my hobby of racing. So I'm an autocrosser. I race with the Sports Car Club of America. I've been racing for, oh my gosh, 25 years. And this year, for the first time, I decided that 
I was in a position in the firm that I could take time off during tax season and I could go to the event down in Georgia that my husband and my daughter have been going to for years, but I never got to go because it was tax season. So I said this year, I was going to prioritize taking the time off to spend with my husband, going to events, racing to the best level I could give in any weekend. And so I went to Georgia in March. I went to Nebraska in May. I went to Tennessee in June, early July, and I've just been enjoying it. I have a couple more events planned in the next couple of weeks, and then we have our nationals event in September. And it's the most I have really been racing in a good number of years, but especially last year. Last year, I didn't have very many events at all. I was recovering from surgery for a good portion of the racing season and really ended up with only two or three events for the whole year. Now, this year, I'm not necessarily winning but I am definitely having fun and enjoying the travel with my husband. And so again, I'm making some choices to spend that time in a different way and prioritizing some things differently than maybe I was doing in the past. And I will say that we are definitely busier during the spring and summer months than during the winter. So again, here we are trying to figure out why did I take five months off I've done enough episodes that it should be pretty easy for me to just come in and do some episodes and get some recording done and get some editing done, but I just didn't make the time for it. And in addition to that, I spent some time just questioning things. And I'm sure all of you can relate to that feeling of being an imposter, you know, the imposter syndrome as that's the term of choice. And feeling like maybe you're not doing things the right way. Maybe you should be doing more. Maybe you shouldn't be doing it at all. Maybe nobody's listening. And so I sort of got in my head every time I started to record a new episode and thought, okay, well, I need to change my recording platform. I need to use a different application than I have been using. I should be able to do the editing myself. There was a big push that you should put video in on your podcast. You know, YouTube is a thing and people say, you know, list all your episodes, your podcast episodes on YouTube, have some video. People want to see you. Well, let me tell you, that has been one of those things that has slowed me down. I chose podcasting because I have done video shows before and I felt the pressure there to be a little bit more put together and maybe have my hair done or maybe my my makeup done. And you guys, I am not a get up in the morning, get ready with hair and makeup. One of the things I hate most about getting ready is ever having to blow dry my hair. So if there's any ever an instance where my hair needs to be done for something, it just slows me down. It put it puts a roadblock right up in front of me. Can anybody relate? The pandemic didn't help. I started working from home almost all the time. And while, yes, I'd get up and get ready, you know, a hair and makeup routine was not something that was part of my daily plan. So thinking about having to add video in order to get any type of 
response or listening to my podcasts sort of made me feel like, okay, I need to, I need to really work on this and plan more for it so that I, when I have recording time, I also am, you know, trying to look my best. Well, that's just not me. And it took me many of these months while I have been not recording podcasts, really kind of arguing with myself on whether or not putting the video element in is something that I want to do. So as a compromise, I have uploaded my recorded episodes to my YouTube channel, and I may play with it. I may play with video, but I'm not going to make it a thing that has to happen in order for me to actually generate an episode. So between needing to change recording platforms, whether or not I should add video, and then worrying, is anybody listening? And again, it goes back to a little bit of imposter syndrome. Why would anybody listen to me? Well, I realized that, you know, I did get some feedback from my episodes that I did release earlier in the year. And even one or two people saying, hey, I really needed to hear that today. Or, hey, I totally understand how you feel in that situation. That just made me realize that it doesn't matter If I have tons and tons and tons of downloads, it doesn't matter if the topic I have selected to speak about is something that I think will resonate with everyone. If I have one person that listens to it and says, hey, you know, that really meant something to me, or hey, that tip helped me, for some people, it will help right away. For some, it will be something that they're like, oh yeah, I remember Beth said something about that on her podcast. So I really had to get away from what worrying about, you know, do I have the listeners? Do I think anybody cares about what I'm saying? The real answer there is if I'm not recording anything, then no, nobody's listening. So here I am. I'm back. I am back. I don't have video on today, but I may have it in the future. My hair is not perfect. My makeup is not perfect. But you know what? Today, you can't see me. And when I do turn my video on, you're just going to see me. This is how I am. I am not someone who is going to spend a whole lot of time pretending to be somebody I'm not. And I'm also not going to spend time trying to be photo shoot ready anytime I feel like I have something to say and record and get out to my audience because you are my audience. I don't care if it's 10 people, 100 people, 1,000 people. I want to be able to come on here, give you information, the good, the bad, the ugly, whether it's about life, whether it's about business, whether it's about things that I learned just in living my life that I feel is something that would be helpful to other people. I'm here to say that I'm back and I've got some ideas planned for some interviews. I have some episodes that I want to record on giving you an update on how my marketing is going because I know I did an episode about all the big plans I had. I'm going to talk to you about the things that I took away from the accounting conference that I went to last month and even some of the most recent books that I've read or listened to, there's a lot that's been going on 
that is actually been things that I feel are able to turn into something that other people might be able to relate to. And if you can relate to the fact that, you know, you have busier seasons in your life, you have a personal life that sometimes adds to your time in negative ways, sometimes it adds in positive ways, it's okay. Realize that, you know, everybody goes through a feeling of being an imposter at some point in anything that you you do in life. It's okay. And you're not alone. And it's okay that you can't always meet your own deadlines that you've put on your life, but it's okay. Just know that at any point you can jump right back in. You will have people that say, you know, welcome back. And that you may have people that say, I don't have time for you right now. And that's okay too. So here I am. I am back. Welcome to August. And I will continue to spend some time getting you some information, getting some podcasts recorded. And I hope that you all are having just an incredible summer. That's all I have for today. If you need me, you know where to find me. I am still out there. Thanks for listening. I always end my weekly team meetings with have a great week. If you need me, you know where to find me. And I realized I said that. And with this whole podcasting thing, it's new and you may not know where to find me. Go to accountingwithconfidence.com and while you're there, sign up for six easy ways to reclaim time in your accounting firm and that will keep us connected. Have a great week.